We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for the Wide Nine. We're in playoff mode, as you know. Here's the Gov. All right, the Lions got their first playoff win at home in over 30 years on Sunday. What is the one thing you're going to remember most about that game? Just the whole atmosphere, the crowd, loud, fans going crazy, people crying, the Dan Miller, TJ Lang hug that I got to see. Yep. That, to me, it was just the emotion of the people who were there just that one bl- thing? blew me away. No. Well, it's all encompassing. <laughs> it's, I no, was going to do it, and I just no, like, you know what? it's encompassing on the fans. <laughs> it's, it's the environment. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, double down on that one, but I'll keep it to hopefully one thing. One thing. Um, it was how alive the city was before the game. My wife and I went to dinner a little about two blocks from the stadium. You walk in there, and it was it, it. You thought it was going to be a fan experience at that point. Everywhere you went, you saw Lions fans. The city was just teeming with life, and it was so much fun to see. Even though it was cold, it was bitterly cold. Everybody didn't care. It was a celebration of Lions football and of the city of Detroit. I loved it. Mine is the fact that Dan Campbell attempted a 54-yard field goal <laughs> and that Badgley made it. Yes. I still can't believe yeah. he made that kick. Yes. All right, Amonra St. Brown did not get selected to the Pro Bowl. Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans did. Do you think St. Brown will use that fuel and lead the Lions in all-purpose yards on Sunday? I think he'll use the fuel. Um, I don't know that he'll be uh, the all-purpose guy. Most likely he will be, but you're also talking about a defense that is going to go out there and try and stop him. And Jameer Gibbs did not play in this game previously when they faced off in Tampa Bay. I think he's going to have a big game. The the tandem that we have in the backfield, but I just don't know if he's going to share enough yards that he won't overtake what Amon Ross St. Brown can do with his receiving yards. Um, yes and yes. It will fuel him, and yes, he will lead the Lions in all-purpose yards because I think they should at least try one of those handoffs that Amon uh, St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, like the Jets yeah. sweep around. So, yeah. yes. We haven't seen him line up in the backfield in a while. I know. That's something that we saw the last couple of years, but I don't think we've seen it this year. If you're looking for an all-purpose yardage leader in this game, why are they not trying JMO on punt returns? Why? I don't know. Somebody asked Peoples me that question. Peoples-Jones was back there. Yeah. And Peoples-Jones has done experience yeah. in the NFL. Right. J-Mo has experience in college. I don't really think that catching a punt is that much different at either level. I, I, I just don't. I'm not somebody that's done it. I know it's not an easy skill, but J-Mo was really good at Alabama doing that. The Buccaneers have gone one step further in the playoffs this season than they did with John's good old friend, Tom Brady. What is the number one reason why the Bucs have gone farther? Well, I think their defense, as good as it was last year, is even better this year. They've gone from 13th in points against to six to 7th in points against this year. I think that's the biggest reason why they're better this year. 
Yeah, I think their defense has improved and they're healthy, but it's more important that the offensive line is healthy. Last year, Tristan Wirf was banged up the entire time. They had a guard, I forget his name, um, that right before the season or when Tom originally said he was going to retire, he retired as well, didn't come out of retirement. They had injuries across the whole front. They really struggled to protect uh, Tom Brady and they've done a better job. And honestly, Baker Mayfield is, I mean, infinitely more mobile than Tom Brady was. All right, most people are picking the Lions to beat the Bucks on Sunday, and that's probably the most concerning thing entering this game for me because the NFL has been wild this year. I mean, outside of Tampa, probably 95% of the country is picking the Lions to win this game, and that just scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Is there any path you see where the Lions end up losing this game? Oh, sure. There's a lot of paths. Um, I think the easiest one most and, likely. And, and the – you know, people picking the Lions, it, it, there might not be anything that has more irrelevancy on the game than everybody <laughs> picking the I know, Lions. But, but you know, I, when I we all agree about the NFL, the NFL is drunk, it, as we say. Yes. Um, turnovers. It, it, it comes down to turnovers, and it really comes down to Jared Goff and turnovers. You know, you I think you can overcome, you know, some whether it's you know, JMO or if it's Laporta or and I'm not going to put this on, on on everybody, but if there's a a fumble like that happens, but you can't have turnovers from the quarterback position if that happens. Whether it's a sack fumble and that might be out of his control, but interceptions that to me is crippling to this team. To me, the path for the Bucks is is big plays. If Evans doesn't drop balls like he did against. You know, the Lions the last time, they had a lot of drop balls the other night against Philly. And on the other side of the ball, blitzes. Todd Bowles is really good. And, you know, the Lions offensive line is obviously great. But if they can blitz and, and fool them and, and get to Goff, then that, that's yeah. their path. I'm going to pull a Stoney here and ask a question that you probably don't have the answer to. I'm just thinking back. I, Goff has played very clean since Chicago. I, I, has he had a turnover? Since I don't think Chicago. Denver. In Minnesota, I don't. I think he's had one along the way, but, you know. I, Cam- I can't pick it out. Yeah. When Campbell kind of lost his mind a little mm-hmm. bit after the Bears game, he he just said, we have got to cl- be clean. So yeah. I think you nailed it, John. Don't give him, don't give anything to him. If, don't throw the ball backwards to Brock Wright. Yeah, and, and uh, Sony, I think you said this yesterday. Like, this is a business game. Yeah. If, if, if the Lions just simply go out there and take care of business, they right. will win this game. Yes. Right. That's how they did it they're, in Tampa earlier this year. They're the better team. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Puka Nakua has had a great rookie season. We saw it firsthand on Sunday. But C.J. Stroud is hands down the NFL Rookie of the Year. Nobody saw Stroud performing at this level so quickly. Are you ready to stamp Stroud as a no-brainer Tier 1 QB in the coming years? The answer is yes. One small caveat. We'll see how he does after Bobby yes, Slowick leaves. But, but yes, my answer is yes. But yes. And when yes, his yes, OC but, leaves, but we'll yes, see. Switch yes. the order of but yes. Yes, yes, yes. No. Um, I think he could be, certainly. But I'm not ready to label him that. I want to see how the NFL adjusts to what they have going on down in Houston. How do they adjust to Nico Collins? He had a breakout season this year. How do they adjust to C.J. Stroud? Every quarterback has a uniqueness to them. And there is a a code that 
you can use to crack what they're doing. Now, some of those codes are unbreakable. You know, and Patrick Mahomes, his is is very difficult to break, but there are ways that you can defend them. I want to see if the NFL in large can find a way to defend C.J. Stroud. And then how does he counter? Like, that's that's where I want to see. If you are a Tier 1 quarterback, NFL will counter to you, and you've got to find a way to overcome those changes. And adding talent around them, too, you know. Yes. They, they've got to be in a pretty cap-friendly situation yes, down are. there. Uh, but they don't have a first-round pick right. this year. So... You know, don't get crazy and maybe do what the Jags did with going too far with no. uh, Christian Kirk no. and the money they gave him. All right, Bill Belichick interviewed with the Falcons recently. There's been some speculation the Cowboys might be a fit if they make a change. Where will Belichick coach next year? I, I think he might end up in, in Washington. Um, and the reason I say that is they've got the bones. I know that they traded away uh, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, but they still have the bones of a really good defense. And then you put Belichick would look at that and go, okay, I can work with that. They also have the number two overall pick and he would get to select his quarterback. Even if he doesn't play right away, they've got a guy in Sam Howell that can go out there and win some games and be a playmaker. I think he would be um, malleable enough for Bill Belichick to say, I could deal with him for a year before I get my next guy, whether it's Drake May, uh, you know, Caleb Williams, if he slips to number two or if they jump up to number one, I think Washington would be a good landing spot for Bill Belichick. I think he's going to go to Atlanta because he looks at that division. And yes, Tampa, as we know, are playing on Sunday at Ford Field. He thinks he can win that division uh, and then go crazy and Bill Belichick and win. You know, that's a good point because if he's simply doing this for another couple of years so he can pass Shula, that might be the easiest path to yes. the most victories. All right, let's fire through these last three. The NFL divisional round is this weekend, obviously leaving us with eight teams remaining. Who will represent the AFC and NFC in the Super Bowl? I'm going to stick to chalk. It's going to be the Niners and the Ravens. I know people are waiting for Lamar Jackson to to trip up somewhere. Hopefully, you know, for the Lions fans to get another home game, uh, the Packers will upset the 49ers. I just think they're both those teams are too freaking good. Well, I'm going to jump on the uh, uh, Tom Milliken bandwagon and say Buffalo and San Francisco. I Welcome. think Buffalo's playing is really good football right now, and I, I just I, I still don't trust. I don't know why. I just don't trust Baltimore to, to do it when it you matters most. It. Yeah. When they've had home field in these and, situations, and, and honestly, they have not fared well. From Buffalo, too. I mean, they've got Kansas City uh, and Josh Allen's 0-2 against Patrick Mahomes in, and, in the playoffs. And the Chiefs have a great defense now. Yeah. J.J. McCarthy entered the draft on Sunday. Do you think McCarthy can be an every week start in the NFL, and where's the best-case scenario landing spot? I think he can. I think it's going to take a lot longer than other quarterbacks. I think he should have stayed for one more year of development, both in terms of maturity but also skill level and opportunity. I think if he ends up with the Rams – that's a great place, a landing spot, because I don't know how long Matthew Stafford's going to play. If it's one year, if it's two more years, it could be more. But it's a nice landing spot for him to sit there, learn, and an offensive system that is quarterback friendly. Well, I mentioned the Rams yesterday, but I'll go be, be different. What about the Chiefs or Buffalo, where he'll have to sit there for a few years? Well, Chiefs, I mean, yeah, that, he'd sit there and basically be Chad Henney. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. There and are, there are injuries. Yeah. And Buffalo, I think I think it'd be good for him, too. All right, Alabama hired Kalen DeBoer to replace the retired Nick Saban. Do you think DeBoer, DeBoer can keep Alabama a national title contender on somewhat a routine basis? So, I mean, like, okay, once in a while they're the SEC winner and or Georgia is. But they're clearly a top, 
the top two team in the SEC. Yeah, because I think Kalen DeBoer is a brilliant offensive mind and, you know, getting uh, Kane Womack to be his defensive coordinator and he can still recruit really good defensive players. So, yes, they'll be really, really good every year. Not at Saban level, but still really, really good. Okay, so what does really, really good mean? Are they a national title contender? Yeah, not every year. They're getting an SEC title game three out of four years. They're winning it sometimes. Right. I think that I think the college football world landscape is changing with Texas and Oklahoma. Now you could say well, Oklahoma going into the to the to SEC or even Texas. Like how much does that matter? You add one more game of of top competition. At some point, they are going to go to nine games, especially that they're going to look at the structure of everything and say, "Hey, the Big Ten was in this year. We you know we had Alabama, but we didn't perform well. We've got to find a way to continue to get better." I think that NIL, Transfer Portal, all of this will have a a major effect on who is in and out of the college football playoffs elite every single year. And that is the wide nine for this week. Stoney and Jansen, 97-1, the ticket. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.